Welcome back, Literary Slummers, to another episode of Shelf Aware, the podcast where we read books outside of our comfort zones and also Christmas shoes books sometimes. I'm Em. I'm Anna. So holly and jolly after reading this Christmas book uh, this week on Shelf Aware. We are con- we have continued the tradition of, uh, you all know that Christmas song shoe that everyone really Christmas loves. Christmas song shoe? The Christmas song shoe. Yeah, you yeah. heard me. You all heard me. Christmas song shoe. <laughs> song shoe. Song shoe. <laughs> Better song shoe right here. Uh, <laughs> that Christmas so, Christmas shoe song. <laughs> That's a real tongue twister. I don't know if yep. you've tried that one. Christmas, uh, Christmas shoe song. song. Christmas shoe song. Christmas shoe song. Christmas shoe song. I don't know. Well, you know what? Guess my tongue just, just felt me. different. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know that song with little boy, his mom is dying of cancer, and the only thing he can think of is to buy her shoes. For my uh, mom, please. Yeah, because she has to look beautiful for Jesus. And yeah. um, there's a whole series of these books uh, written by Donna Van Leer. And today we've brought to you the fifth book in the series, The Christmas Secret. Mm. Yeah. What could it be? Still don't What could know. be the secret? I don't know. I don't Still know. Don't know. These books all have like a very like the Christmas noun is is the yeah. vibe. Uh, so we've had, let me see if there's a list of them. Christmas, Christmas shoes, shoes. Christmas promise, Christmas blessing, Christmas hope. Here's the, th- I'm looking here. This is kind of infuriating. I have the hardcover uh, of this from the library because of mm-hmm. course I would not pay money for this. Um and oh, I'm just realizing this is a St. Martin's Press book. Uh oh, uh oh. Um, but uh oh, what did they do? Oh, because uh, I guess there was like this whole big thing where uh, there was an employee of St. Martin's Press that like made some really racist comments oh, via no. Palestine and Israel online, and like St. Martin's Press has just been real. Like they've not said anything about that, and so I've kind of like been implicitly supporting that. I don't know if she said them like on the official, like in some official capacity as an employee of St. Martin's Press or not, mm-hmm. but everyone has been like boycotting. That's fine. well. That's great Sorry. news because um, I fucking hated this book. So yeah. So actually, fuck we're, you, Saint Martin's Press. I guess fuck you, Saint yeah. Martin's Press, and fuck you, Christmas Secret. Uh, but also when it says like also by Donna Van Leer, the list of books, they're entirely out of order. What? Yeah, it goes Christmas Promise, then Christmas Shoes, then Christmas Blessing, and Christmas Hope. But like Christmas Shoes was the first one, wasn't it? Yeah, I feel like this whole thing has gotten to be a mess because when I went to the library. Mm-hmm. not the actual library god i never yeah. leave the house god why um, would you go out first um <laughs> when i went to the library app i was like a christmas secret please and they were like oh do you mean number three in the christmas promise series and i'm like i don't but okay no, I what guess. is that so they're very confused about everyone's very confused yeah, about what is... exactly the order of these books are what, <laughs> what books are even is, in the series what books are in the series what the series what's the point of the series why are we here why are we doing this i don't know uh i do like <laughs> if if this was any other like small town book series mm. i'd be like look at this cool like uh like small town yeah look at this look at this christmas verse that yeah. cinematic universe that donna van leer has created the ccu here if only but, there were uh, more vanessa hudgens if only there was more vanessa hudgens and less jesus oh. but, but also, it, no jesus right no like, jesus in this one this. this one was the least jesus-y but still very infuriating right well, but they're always like that they're always like yeah, that where they they're don't so actually say jesus no. that much they're just like the reason for the season and they're I'm just like, like you know the correct way to think and live your life yeah uh. <laughs> you know how this book was written by a boomer and it's for boomers and you are reading it and you're not a boomer and there's yeah some things that you don't agree with yeah yeah, I I mean, like, I guess if we if we want to like slightly skip ahead to who would you recommend this book to? Nobody, nobody, like nobody. your real racist grandma. Yeah, yeah, she'd enjoy. <laughs> she'd love this. She'd love this. And if you also read it, but like you'd have something to talk to her about. But it's like there's not there's not a lot. Like I wouldn't don't stress yourself over doing that. Yeah, for grandma, you'd be like you could just not read it and then yeah. be like, oh, wasn't it so heartwarming? And she'd be like, mm-hmm. you're right, it was. My favorite part was how everyone suffered until they found Jesus. What about yours, Grandma? Same. 
<laughs> my favorite part was how suffering is good, I guess. Yeah. Because yeah. God is cruel. Unless you pray and then God is good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And the only time anyone ever needs help, the community should handle it and there should not be government programs that No. Do that. There should be because no people will just net. take advantage of that. People will take honestly. advantage of it. Yes. Yeah. And what yeah. we really need is just for everybody to rely on the church. Mhm. Absolutely. Um so that's this book. You you we've done it. On to next week's episode. <laughs> um, before, I guess, we get into talking about what the actual book is like. Normally, we read other books, but mm. end of the year is hard, right? Like, I'm tired. I'm sleepy. I'm sick. <coughs> so, yeah, like, listen y'all to us just going to have to you. deal with it. <laughs> um, we thought we would talk about just overall. Recap. What are... What are our favorite things that we've read what did we this read year? That was or good. like watched or listened to or eaten? Yeah. I don't give a shit. What are your favorites? What's your favorite stuff Top of 2023? Some number things of 2023. 23 things of t- right now. Give me 23 of your of favorite things. We didn't prep for this at all. Number one. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, no, we, sh- we cannot. <laughs> Um, okay, I will say number one for me, Gideon the Ninth. Absolutely, is Gideon your favorite in that? Or um, I think I believe I currently say that my mm. favorite is um, Nona, but mm. I just mean the series as a whole. The series as a whole is good. Brought into my life this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good shit. Very good shit. Yes. I cannot wait. I, I'm getting nervous because we haven't had any news or a release date for Electo the Ninth. So I'm like, yeah. is it though? You promised us 2024. Uh, There's <laughs> getting a lot nervous. of 2024 though, you know? Yeah, that is true. Everyone yeah, kind of like jumped the gun and started reporting it as January 1st. And we were like, that's obviously that's not That's impossible. That's, that's a holiday. Not, that's not what's happening. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Don't be silly. Um, I like Hero the Ninth. I think that one's my favorite. Mm. I just, I really like the, uh, I don't know what's happening in this. Uh, yeah. What are those called? Like puzzle box situations. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's my jam. Uh, I did not enjoy being completely uh, confused and dumbfounded by this book. And then my husband reading it and like 10 chapters into it was like, so this is how it ends, right? And I was like, fuck you. That's no. a crime. That's a crime. Why would you do that? Why is would you right? guess the? <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck him. I know, right? It's infuriating. It's Awful. infuriating. Add this to the list of things boy. that infuriate me about that man. Um, yes. So that was a good one. That that started the year. That was like literally the very beginning of the year. At least for me. I know you read it a little bit after, but that was like the first week of January right, for me. Just keep pointing out how I slack on everything. No, no, no. <laughs> I see. I see how it is. Being attacked here at the end of the year. Uh I only meant it in a conversational manner of, <laughs> oh, I forgot we didn't read that at the same time. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you did read it after me. And uh, <laughs> I did have to be quiet about a lot of the things from the series yeah. as you read it. That was very hard for me to do. I bet. Um, <laughs> but, yes, if you haven't read it, do read it. Um, and the rest of the year was kind of like – it was really – it was all peaked, downhill. Peaked all in downhill the first week there. of January and the rest of the year was like, whatever. Yeah. It was. <laughs> um, I I really enjoyed uh, The Witch King by Martha Wells. I thought that was a very mm. good book. Very different from uh, her Murderbot series. I haven't read a lot of her fantasy stuff, though. I've only read, other than this Witch King book, uh, her Murderbot book. So mm-hmm. it was it was fun. I enjoyed it. Not as Not as tongue-in-cheek. As Murderbot, but still, yeah. still a good time. Still a romp. I, What's another of your favorite things? That was pretty much it, gang. I know, uh, I'm telling you, like the year started out real. Like this is gonna be a really of, good year of reading. And I was like, mm-mm. I feel like I also just <laughs> between podcast reading and getting uh, so stuck in on uh, Ruby Dixon Dixon verse. A oh, lot yeah. of my reading time was spent on that, unfortunately. So I will mm-hmm, give that a mm-hmm. shout out. I mean, that seems mean to say, unfortunately. I will give Ruby Dixon's yeah. whole deal a shout out. Clearly, uh, you enjoyed your time there. Yeah, that has been. Um, you just because you love a book doesn't mean it's a good book, and no one should expect that. Like, I it's just an enjoyable if it's a time. Bad book. It's just uh, wild. It's a wild ride, and mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. really enjoy reading them. So 
that's my second pick. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then I guess my third pick is to not repeat an author because I did really enjoy that Princess Florilinda book. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what? I'm going to shout out our girl Suzanne, uh, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Our whole reread one. of The Hunger Games Great. and The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes was a, was a big highlight of the year, really I think. enjoyable, yeah. It was so good. So much better than I remember it being. Um, and uh, yeah, when you think about the fact that she wrote it in response to like uh people's um people becoming um um not relaxed but like uh unfazed i don't know i can't i don't know the word i'm thinking of but uh, uh, in regards to the iraq war and then like Mm -hmm. reading it today you're like damn it's hard it really do be like that it really do be like that it seems like all times actually not sometimes but all times It, it do be like that all times for always and forever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Tragic. Um, I will... <laughs> I will shout out uh, the book that we both enjoyed that was A Taste of Golden Iron by Alexander oh, Rowland. Yes. I wish I could say that. I read that at the very end of 2022, but so it's kind of mm. kind of a 2023 read because, yeah. like, you know... I read it after we can, you do can, all the wrap Anna, up stuff. What what is going on with this one upping me? <laughs> I did read it first and I did have to wait a long time for M to read it. <laughs> what is, is there something you want to tell me? Like what's going on? I do want to tell you something, actually, is I got an email because I'm personal friends with the author. No, I got an email from her her uh or their I got an email from their um newsletter and apparently they are writing a sequel spin-off oh. novella of a taste of golden iron called uh Tadek and the princess oh, and how Tadek became a kaya yeah anyway cool. there's a follow-up i'm very excited for i'll probably read it first no <laughs> fuck you <laughs> just kidding give me a third pick when it comes when it comes to consuming media we everybody should know that i am the last one to do it i don't i don't binge things it is a rare a rare time when i can say i was the first to do it <laughs> uh also i will say i think 2023 was the year of the audiobook for me because mm. according to my my uh, spreadsheet here that i do document things on i listened to 334 hours of audiobook wow. this year awesome yeah, which I don't know. That feels like maybe five long fantasy novels. I don't know. <laughs> maybe it's not that impressive, but it was for me. Um, anyway, I can also give you the rest of my stats. Uh, <laughs> I won't. I won't do that. I love a spreadsheet. Anyway, <laughs> my third thing is, uh, you know what? My third thing is um, the Lady Sherlock series. Yeah. Because I have, I've, I think I've read four or five books. I can't remember. Maybe just four. But they're all excellent. And I love them. They were good. And they're I'm good. reading them as fast as my library will allow me to. What are your uh, other other books or other uh, non-book recs this year? Mm, let me think. <laughs> I mean, the entirety of Ted Lasso. <laughs> oh, I never got around to that last season. I enjoyed the last season. I think that's a controversial take, though. I think that's a lot of I've people heard, were yeah. disappointed by it. And also, I think a lot of people were kind of like, I think the positivity and upbeatedness that we craved in 2020 or 2021, whenever it first came out, was like, by the time the third season rolled around, everyone was like, jaded again. So, um, but I, I thought it was, I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I don't, and I don't maybe agree with some of the couplings that happened at the end but mm. you know it is what it is controversial uh, coupling controversial couplings <laughs> um and uh what else did i do this year mm. consumed a lot of cheese <laughs> can yeah. i recommend cheese sure. <laughs> uh you know i like i like a good manchego i like mm. uh you know a, a smoked gouda yeah yeah i would recommend baldur's gate but oh hell yeah you know game of the year so i'll say uh another one that you played first and then i stole from you chance of sonar oh yeah but you beat it i haven't beat it yet very good (laughs) 
That is a good game. If you like a little puzzle game that has to do with language. A little puzzle game. A little puzzle game. For your little puzzle brain. Mm-hmm. 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 That's a good one. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, 2023, for providing us with this bounty of media. Like four things we liked. Mm-hmm. So that's great. Let's talk about our least favorite. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <coughs> all right. I think we have to talk about this book now. I've forgotten everyone's names. Are you done coughing? My God. No, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I'm dying. For once, for once, I get to be the one that I have to edit out of the sniffles. Is that a win for you? No. <laughs> is it is it worse to be the one sick or the one to listen to the sick? They're both bad in, in different ways. The thing ways. is, I think that at this point, I prefer your sniffles because at mm. this point, I can recognize them on site without actually having to listen to them. <laughs> no. Like, I know the shape of the, the sound. You know the shape of my sneeze. <laughs> Less the sneeze and more the, the sniffling. Like... That's so romantic. Oh, gonna write a we're gonna write a romance novel about two podcasters now called The Shape of Your Sneeze. No, no, the cursed, sh- truly cursed. <laughs> You've brought it into the world now. Oh. Uh, All right. No. All right. Christmas secret. Christmas secret. I read the hardcover of this and by listen to the audiobook as well. Uh, I should say I read the audiobook. But I d- please don't think that I'm discounting audiobooks. They're a valid form of reading. Uh, all reading is reading. I it was read by the author, which I was not expecting. Yeah, and so think- like when every character had a different accent, I was like, "Oh." Okay. I think the last couple were read by the author too cuz I believe we commented on it last year. Did we? Yep. I try to block they them all, from my memory they all deeply. Run together. <laughs> they all run together, truly. And it doesn't help that like I only remember the vaguest details yeah. of every book. I I do think this is the first one where Shoes Boy is not present. Could that be? His father was. Was his father? Yeah, the mechanic. Oh, I didn't know that was his dad. His father was the mechanic. I didn't realize that was his dad. Yeah. I mean, mm. I assume because why else do you track mechanic this much? For like, yeah, literally no reason. Yeah. So I think the dad was there. I mm-hmm. feel like the lawyer was there somewhere. Yeah, maybe. I think the lawyer was. Yeah. Briefly. There was a lot with And of course the department store owner. The department store owner. And then there were a lot with like the ones from last book. With yes. the woman. The who Grace son, and yeah. whatever her name is. It was Isn't like Donna Gloria. Was Gloria. Like, I have finally created my boomer author inserts to mm-hmm. be in these books, and they will be. Aren't they so fun? Don't you love yeah. them? Gloria and Miriam were giving off slightly couple vibes to me. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely not. They can't be gay. This is a good. No, book. they definitely were not because that would be a sin according to be... this 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 book and its world. Um, Does it ever actually like come up? Because I was thinking that I was like, has there been any references to homosexuality? At I all? think in the CCU, homosexuality does not exist. And that's kind of the vibe I get too. Yeah, where I'm like, like <laughs> this is like a, a portal world where if you somehow step through, like the uh, I don't know, like the old uh, <laughs> I don't know, there's like an old warehouse, and you go through the door, and mm-hmm. it's. And, and it's suddenly you walk out into this snowy, perfect Christmas decorated street of a small town called mm-hmm. Shoesville. I don't know if this oh. town has a name or not. Uh, I believe it is intentionally left without mm-hmm. a name. And unfortunately, if you are a member of the LGBTQ plus community, when you step through the door, you lose Vanish. that part of yourself. You become just... Oh, I just assumed you disappeared from existence. Oh, yeah, no, I think I think the book just it makes you realize that you weren't you weren't queer, you face. were just confused. confused. Mm-hmm. You needed to be led back to the light of the Lord. Yeah, you just needed to find the correct heterosexual partner to mm-hmm. turn you away. I would not be surprised if one of these books down the line has that plot line. Oh my god. Can but also imagine? I wouldn't be surprised if we just never reference homosexuality as a thing at all. <laughs> I think she was just like, I'll be inclusive by not being by against not, it, by pretending yeah. it doesn't exist, you know. Um <laughs> I wish she would do that for so many of her other beliefs, but mm-hmm. uh unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um 
I think if for some reason you are going to read this book, just like don't the, don't first of all don't. But like the the it's so insidious. Just like her beliefs just creep through in almost every word. Um, but th- this particular book is about a woman named Christy. She's a single mom because uh, she just she picked the wrong dude. She married too young, got pregnant with the wrong guy. He left. Uh, didn't want to be a father, but then came back. You know, a year or two later, but to be a a very aggressive, bad way. Yeah, and didn't pay child support, uh, but still wanted to see his kids. And when he does have custody of the kids, apparently the room he puts them in, they only has one mattress on the floor, sort of situation that smells like cat pee or something. I don't know. It's bad, bad all around. My favorite Um, part of this book was when she was talking to someone, couldn't say who, doesn't matter, and talking about the child support issue stuff Mm -hmm. and they were like well it varies depending on what state you're in but in this state and i was like why the christmas state why did you phrase it like this do you think people are coming to this book for child support advice like maybe (laughs) what are we doing no they just like to pretend that they know about the things that happen in these in the lives of the poors uh the women who read this book i'm guessing it's mostly women sorry to no i'm not sorry i'm gonna generalize (laughs) I'm going to generalize the fan base of the Christmas verse. Um, so Christy has two kids named Zach and Haley. One, they're both pretty young, like I like very young elementary school kids. Uh, though Zach speaks with the authority of a much older child. He's Neither of these kids the is a believable. He's the man of the house, of course. Um, and um, they are struggling because, wouldn't you know it, Christy, who is relying only on teenagers for childcare because she doesn't know anyone else in town. She her her mom's in the next town over, too far away to ask for help. And she and refuses to. Ask she refuses to ask for help. You know, she's got to pull herself up by her own bootstraps. Mm-hmm. Can't ask anybody for help. So she's relying on this one teenage girl to come and watch her kids during Thanksgiving break. Uh, and the girl shows up late, and that makes her late to work, and guess what? She gets fired. Well, not just yet. Oh, yeah, she she gets gets put on probation. Because then a very serious thing happens. Judy. 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 Is Judy a character in another of the books? Because this book opened up with, like, look, it's good old Judy, and everyone cheered. You remember her. You remember Judy. I don't, but I believe probably she was involved in the department store in some facet. Probably she is. She's like the, I don't know, administrative assistant to Marshall Wilson, who's the owner of Wilson's department store, the store that sold the famous shoes of Christmas past. Mm-hmm. And uh, she she has a heart attack or stroke. I don't know. has some sort of ailment in her car as she's driving past Christie's house and her car stops in just a perfect way to block Christie into her driveway. Christie's like, damn it. Now I have to see what's wrong with this woman. Uh, the woman's unconscious. Judy uh, gets she she has to wait with her till the ambulance comes, and that makes Christy late to work, and then Christy gets fired. Tragic, tragic. But it's okay because Judy lives, and Judy is desperate to find this Christy girl, uh, because she wants to reward Christy. Christy did a good thing, saved her life, maybe. This also, I just do want to point out that this is a single mom not receiving any child support. Yeah, is able to afford. Is a waitress. Yeah. Childcare and like keeping the house and well, I mean, to some extent. Rent on one job. On one job that she doesn't even seem to work like full 40 hour shifts on because of the way that she has to like. She definitely is, seems to be, it's a part time vibe for sure. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Right. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And she it's should like at be... the shitty diner that no one tips. So I'm like, what? No. This isn't, on. yeah. This isn't, this is a, you don't understand how minimum wage or like working in the food industry at all right. is. She's got like a duplex. Like it's not even like a, a shitty apartment. It's like she lives in a house. Um, anyway, I think maybe, maybe in Christmasville, Shoesville, I don't I haven't quite nailed down a name for it yet. Uh, rent is just very low. Um, I mean, I think everything is God provides. assumed to be the uh, – mythical 1950s america that boomers like mm, to pretend mm-hmm. existed in which rent was low and plentiful rent was three hundred dollars a month everyone could afford it yep. easily with no problem if with they no worked problems, hard if they worked hard yeah you just have to find a job and work at it hard and that's how yeah. you can live it's affordable 
Uh, so she she gets fired from her job, but she has like she told Judy she's like, hey, I'm gonna take your car into my job and park it there so that you know where to find it because I don't think you're gonna remember my address when you wake up. And so the only clue that Judy and therefore Mr. Wilson have on where to find this mysterious Christie is that the car is parked at this diner, which she was just fired from. But it's okay because Christie immediately gets a job at a bakery down the street. Um, very serendipitous. I feel like this baker was probably in another book, but yeah, I don't know. I I don't know if we read that one or just maybe she was in the first shoes book. I don't know. Her name's Betty, uh, and she's of grandma age. That's all we know about Betty. Maybe an an important fact. (laughs) An important fact to remember. Um, you see, because Christie's Christie's mom is all was also a single mother. Uh, and Christy is so inspired because she saw how hard it was for her mom, but her mom was still able to, quote unquote, do it, whatever that means. Like her mom mm-hmm. made it through. Uh, and so she also must suffer in the same way without asking help because her mom did. And, you know, we just. I guess technically Betty the cycle would have to be continues. great grandma age, wouldn't she? Perhaps. Yes, yes, yes. Because yeah. she has kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is right. Her... She's great grandma age, but still working. Yeah. But still working at the bakery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That. She says that her son's ex-girlfriend used to work at, and she was great. Like, this is brought up very early in the book in a way mm-hmm. that is very weird. Yeah. It's like, like okay, why are you giving me these details? I don't why get do it. I care? Yeah. But then you do care. At, well, not really, but it comes I mean, up at the end, you're and you're like, supposed damn. supposed to care, yeah. That was foreshadowing. Dang. Just masterfully Just crafted. Skilled. Skilled. Um. <laughs> oh goodness. Um. So here's that's where Jason comes in. Jason, our our male romantic interest in this book. He uh he's a city boy come to Small Shoesville for the Christmas holiday because he can't find a job, and his good old grandpa Marshall Wilson is like, hey, grandson, come on down to Shoesville and I'll set you up with some work. Jason, who has recently graduated from college with an MBA of something, I don't know, thinks he's going there to do accounting. And Marshall's like, nah, you're going to work on the floor. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Jason's like, this is beneath me, but I have no other income coming in. So I suppose I will do this job. This was very like how, again, how boomers think that like millennials. I think it's pretty illegal too what he ended up doing. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. But like the whole (laughs) thing about like, oh, millennials, they just won't take like good, decent, uh, like jobs at like an entry level. They all want to hold out for like the specific job that they really want. And they won't just like, you know, work in merchant Mm -hmm. or retail or like food or whatever. You know, they, they're like, oh, well I went to college for this. So I have to get a job in this. And it's like, nobody actually thinks like that. Like, no one, nobody is actually sitting there going like, "Mm, well, I got a job in accounting, so I'm not going to work at any other thing. Like that's not Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. happens, but that is what this book believes. And therefore boomers are correct in thinking that millennials uh you know don't work hard and don't try Mm -hmm, and blah 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 blah. because if you rock up to jc penny with an mba and you're like i want to work as a cashier they're going to be like nah you're overqualified and we'll expect us to pay you too much goodbye (laughs) we will not hire you uh but you know it's also it's our fault for going to college like they told us to and also jc penny will just have a bunch of we're hiring ads out so that they can get uh you know stipends for being in a hiring situation but then we'll never mm, actually hire anybody because hire. they discovered during the pandemic that it was cheaper to just overwork everyone jesus so happy to live in a capitalist society. for legal reasons i don't know that specifically jc penny does that but you know jc penny's coming for us yeah I think they went bankrupt, didn't they? But then Probably. they reopened everything as like outlet stores. They're like not a fancy department store anymore. I don't know, man. The only thing I know about J.C. Penney is that they end up on a lot of lists for tall pants, and they simply are not tall mm. in the way that I need pants to be tall. They're liars. They misunderstand. The typical. They're like, typical. yeah, we're six foot tall, and they're like five nine at best. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> anyway, that was our J.C. Penney lore. <laughs> um (laughs) so jason jason's like fine i will work here but like grandpa marshall is like 
if you're gonna work here though you gotta like buy into the company uh the company you have to culture know all of your coworkers by name and like their favorite color and food and how many kids they have and what's their ailments of the month and everything everything and if you don't learn that i'm not gonna pay you i'm gonna withhold your paychecks until for an entire month my quiz my fun quiz my questions three (laughs) my my quiz that like the first 10 questions are all things that you know perfectly about the history of the department store and like Mm -hmm. where everything is but then because you don't know the name of some rando who held the door for you like you therefore don't get paid i'm like dude fuck you for real (laughs) you have to pay him this is illegal (laughs) like i don't think this was the case with jason but this is like a fucking like ableist nightmare like Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm it like I was just like for it's his first day and you're like right. oh yeah what's the name of the woman that works in that works on the third floor every second Tuesday for ten minutes at a time and it's just like Grandpa he just got into town he doesn't know anyone in Shoesville except you and Judy and give him Judy's maybe dying. give him like a month to get to know people no impossible yeah he's a, a self centered dick yep. And unfortunately, he does he does take in uh, Grandpa Marshall's life lesson here and becomes company man. Who cares uh, so much about those around yeah. him. And I'm like, uh-huh. not knowing the name of everybody who works for you does not mean you don't care about people. And also, yeah. like, I feel like there was a very obvious way in which Jason didn't care about people. And that was the way he treated his girlfriend. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was like pretty much presented as like fine. Like it was like a cute Absolutely, misunderstanding. It, it was just like, an, like a one, one sentence. Like I broke up with her. It's fine. It's like, bro, like you were actively asking other people out on dates and saying stuff like, well, if she comes to town, she'll be my girlfriend. But otherwise, like otherwise she's not, which it's like, that's such like blackmail. What if she can't find the portal to Shoesville? What is she to do? (laughs) She wants to come to Narnia with you, Edward, but she just can't. She simply cannot find the door. She's She's wearing lipstick. lipstick. (laughs) You know, I read somewhere the other day. That apparently C.S. Lewis was eventually, I mean, like, his kid said this, and it may or may not Mm -hmm. be true, but, like, apparently he was eventually planning on having Susan, like, another book where Susan goes to Narnia. Oh. But, like, I don't know how true that is, because it was, like, something his kid said after he died, so maybe he was just trying to, like, He's just trying to deflect. He was like, no, it's fine. fine. We're definitely going to have a Susan follow-up. We're definitely going to figure out what's going on with Susan, that whore. Mm -hmm. I mean... I mean, yeah, maybe she would just like come to Narnia and find a hot man and marry and, da- marry and settle down and and uh, find uh, Jesus again. Yeah, mm-hmm. Aslan. Yeah, she's gonna marry supposedly Aslan. Susan was supposed to be like C.S. Lewis's insert of like because he also went through like a loss of faith thing. Oh. But then also like the last Narnia book is about like the <laughs> I end say of... started to wear lipstick and he started to wear <laughs> lipstick. But the last Narnia book is like about the end of the world, so like. Why? What? How Damn. would that even make sense? You know, too well, little, about, too late. I guess it's about the the uh, book of Revelations. It's a like retelling of Revelations, essentially, oh. which is an apocalypse. Yeah, story. I only read like the first three Narnia books. I wonder if they would be fun to go back and read for fun. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know. I have not read gone all back of them. to that as an adult, and mm-hmm. I remember shipping characters really hard. Yeah. In, like, a, way that I looking back on it I'm like this was not what these books were intended for mm-hmm. at all I was mm-hmm. really stretching mm-hmm. to make some sort of romance here yeah but, well um, the movies came out too like yeah when we were around the age to be yes. shipping Narnia yes. characters and let me so. tell you that girl who played Susan in those movies young M was a fan she was oh yeah I can't remember well, what she looks like but I'm about to look it up like if I can very come British. out from under my blanket very Hold British on. very pale oh Mm. let's see giant horsey teeth this is mean (laughs) i don't know that that's true narnia actress okay let's see anna popplewell yeah okay let's see what else she's been in she was in rain we're really doing everything we can to not talk about this book for sure for sure uh she was in the nun too Oh yeah, she didn't was. you watch that? I remember that actually? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was yeah, in that. yeah. In rain, yes, you're right about that. And uh, not much else, I gotta say. Really tapered off after the Narnia movies yeah. uh, wrapped up, but uh, 
Hope she's doing well. Hope she's doing well. Hope you're doing well, fellow Anna. So Jason is sent out to go look for Christy because that's his job now. His job was to work on the floor and get to know all the employees, but now his job is 100% look for Christy. Find woman. Find woman. Um, Christy is, uh, she's enjoying her new job. Uh, the, comp- the, the bakery seems like a much more relaxed, fun place to work than her diner where her boss was very mean and nasty. Betty is very loving uh, and kind and cares about her employees. Uh, and one of the girls is going to be sick or out or something like she's taking a Christmas break and Christy's like, I will pick up her shifts so that I can earn more money to buy my kids Christmas presents. Cause my kids want a lot of things and you know how kids are. They don't understand the concept of money. Mm-hmm. I want to do right by my kids. Cool. So she's going to pick up some extra shifts. However, she needs childcare to cover those extra shifts. Uh, she can't find it. So she just says, oh, well, and leaves her kids home by themselves. Leaves Five and seven. Kids. Multiple I, times. Yeah. And I feel like we were and supposed there was to no be like, this is fine. Yeah. And throughout the book, like, the kids will be like, someone keeps calling. Someone keeps knocking on the door. And I keep thinking, like, it's going to be the ex-husband's going to find out and the kids are going to get taken away sort of situation. Uh, but no, there were no repercussions, it's really. It's just the neighbor it's lady. Because I think, like, yeah. the, the, the thesis of this book is that, like, you need to ask for help from your community. Mm-hmm. Which is cool, but also, like, wouldn't it be cool if there were just, like, social safety nets in place where you didn't have to, like, beg an old woman to care about you? You know? Like, wouldn't right. that be cool? Imagine if you were, like, shy. Yeah. Or, like, <laughs> just, like, kind of a bitch. Like, bitches deserve childcare, too. Bitches deserve... You know? yeah, the children of bitches deserve childcare, for yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um. So she doesn't. She she leaves the kids by themselves. But then she also gets to know regulars at the bakery, good old Gloria and Miriam from I think the previous book or yeah. a book or book or two ago. I can't remember because the, the social worker book was also the social worker was involved in this book a lot because of the nature of kids. I think uh, the social worker book stuff. was the same book as the Gloria book. Was that all one book? Yeah, because I think it was Christ. Christmas shoes and then yeah. uh, Christmas shoes to <laughs> the lawyer. the one where the wife died maybe yeah. And then or there was the one died. about the the son of Christmas shoes going to um, become a doctor. There was like he was a doctor, and then there was there was the one where he went to school, and then there was the one where he was already a doctor, and there was the thing with the girl with the heart problem. Yes, and, and he like fell in love with her, work. but she died, didn't she, or which did she live? I don't remember. I can't fucking remember. Uh-huh. And then they had a kid. Or yeah, Nathan had a kid. Nathan had that's yeah no Nathan had a kid in the second one. The se- I'm saying the second one was about him becoming a doctor. Oh, and then his kid fell in love with the heart disease girl. No, I think Nathan was Damn just it. a doctor at the hospital where the heart disease girl was. <laughs> okay, okay. And then the fourth one was the social worker and Gloria and all the bullshit about okay. her secretly dead son. A big departure from the Nathan verse. Yeah. Yeah, so that's where, where the world really starts expanding. Which also is why I was like, this might be my favorite one because so far we had to deal with like cancer, heart disease. Um, a lot of, a lot of christmas related medical problems really yeah just like actual huge crises where at least this i was kind of like yeah they're having a rough time but like it's not like someone is actively dying in front of them you know so Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. the suffering i was like okay i guess it's not as bad as being like you got cancer so your son could learn about jesus you got cancer right exactly it's just just you've got no money (laughs) which is also rough but then it got progressively more annoying as we continued and it was no longer my favorite and i don't know which yeah. one would be my favorite probably none equally the bad. tamara of it all mm. um so she she beats gloria and miriam and gloria as we know owns the uh charity where she where she uh, just kids. like collects donations and gives them out to people who need them uh very like all kinds of shit like a car refrigerator just like whatever people don't want she takes and then she gives away after she fixes up and child care and yeah, she so since then she's place. she's started the charity, uh, the Glories Glories Glory, glory Hole, the Glory Hole, and where you can drop. No, don't want don't want that to be recorded and published. Well, uh, it already was. So. Yeah, Glories Angels or something like glory's that. Place. I don't know. Glory's Glory's house, and uh, glory's you place. can drop I your kids off there before we said the Glory Hole thing. Glories. <laughs> I'm still going to pretend I don't know it. Okay. And uh, you can drop your kids off there, kind of like the YMCA, but not. And um, 
you're they have they do childcare to like nine o'clock, ten o'clock at night. It's wild. It's wild, but necessary, you know. I mean, at least you credit where credit is due. Some someone is helping out with the children. But the only reason that she gets a spot at this place is because she personally knows the owner. Uh Otherwise, she would have just been on a waiting list for who knows how long, and those kids would have been home by themselves doing all kinds of stuff, like yeah, climbing asks, up onto the roof because they think they can fly and falling off and bonking their heads real good. That feels like it's a reference to something. Does it's a reference to this, this book, book, the events of this oh, book. I forgot that entirely. <laughs> yeah, there is a point where the the daughter who the oh, whole book says the only thing wings. She, she wants to have fairy wings so she can fly. Uh, but, you know, her mom has been telling her, well, you can fly in your dreams. And the girl believes she can fly in real life. And so she climbs up on the house and jumps off and bonks her head and has to go to the hospital. But there's, again, no repercussions to this at all. Like, no one, the doctors are not asking, like, why did, you know, why did a stranger bring your kids in while you were at work and no one was watching them? Like, how did this happen? Like, they're just like, no. Nah. Which, you know, it's fine. I didn't want to read a book about a woman having her children taken away when she was going through a hard time. We did that already this year. That was uh a uh what month did we Place read that for book? good mothers i think by... march that was a march yeah, yeah that feels like march yeah um anyway where were we <laughs> so jason goes to the bakery jason goes to the bakery yeah, yeah yeah and he's like hey cutie and she's like mm, a man interested in me what insane he's too young for me he's too young um and then jason's like he's like 26 and he's like 24 and yeah he's like, like 21 actually a normal age gap this is yeah. not like she's yeah whatever whatever um and then he's like hey do you know a waitress named christy and she's like oh my god my ex has sent him here to to because his her ex has like sicked social services on her at this point mm-hmm. which also then social services tells her that the ex did it and i'm like that's not how that works gang like they they don't tell you who files the complaint like that's Mm. incorrect but anyway yeah um so she's like oh my god my ex is trying to like track me down to see like what i'm working so he can get more like info to try to back up his custody claims whatever and she's also like because again it's the whole like oh the systems don't work and i'm like the systems don't work but not for the reasons that you're saying Um, right because she's all like Oh, yeah, he keeps dragging me back to court, but he, like, won't pay his child support payments, and he'll, like, pay him for six months, then he'll stop, and then, like, he'll drag me back to court for, like, custody or whatever. And I'm like, girl, how, like, she's like, I just can't afford to go to court all the time. And it's like, well, yeah, definitely not if he's not paying you child support. Like, you're not going to get it. Uh, Obviously, he's not going to pay you. But, like, have them fucking garnish his check. Yeah, I'm saying, at what point do they just take it out of his bank account? Right. Like, what are his tax refunds doing? Get that money, girl. So, yeah. So, she thinks that Jason is a spy for her ex. So, she does not. She she hides. And then there's, like, a, a comedy of errors thing where she's, like, trying to keep him away from the bakery. And, like. Mm-hmm. She gives the name of an old, uh, the an older lady that works yeah. there as a, as a baker. A patissier. She grabs, she grabs <laughs> like, her name tag and wears it because she doesn't yes. have a name tag. And then, yeah. So, she he thinks her name is, like, Angie or whatever. Rosemary. Rosemary. Yeah. Yes. And every time he's like, uh, like trying to get information on Rosemary and everyone's like, yeah, she's a widow. She's been a widow for years. And, you know, it's just that silly, silly. I don't know who you're talking about and you don't know who I'm talking about situation. It's hilarious. Told you, I felt very much this whole time that he was in a Hallmark movie about like, yeah, this guy from the big city doesn't appreciate small town living and he's come here for christmas and he meets a single mom and her kids and they teach him about christmas and she's over here like i am being stalked by my ex this is a lifetime movie i have to be careful and one day i'm going to like end up killing him and then we're going to go to court about whether or not it was uh, a justified killing or whatever and and it'll Mm -hmm. be a whole thing and people eat it up um yeah, very different tones from these two. And, Absolutely. Uh, I feel like in any other book, that would be, like, uh, the point, right, of, like, yeah. this guy is clueless about how he's coming across, and she is scared because she's a woman who lives in the world, but, like, that's not what the author is trying to do at all. Oh, absolutely not. It was more, uh, oh, Christy, isn't she an idiot? She should have just told this man for... everything thinking this man was sent by her ex who has been Jason of all people harming her like okay mm-hmm. 
I know to where people in the bakery are like, you need to calm down, girl, and take a chill pill. Like this, there's He's no way. Obviously, that that would a hottie. He's he a is a hottie with a body. With him. Absolutely, none of us know who he is. Hot stranger though. Mm. Mm, sexy, sexy. Yeah. There's also a character named Tamara in the book that uh, basically serves to let Christy feel better about her life. Um, mm. What? Tamara is this woman that uh, Christy has seen frequently around town, just like kind of like sitting outside. And she has a couple conversations with her. She comes in the bakery, too, uh, where she only orders day old pastries because they're cheaper. Uh, and and she finally gets this woman talking about her life. And Tamara is a she's she used to be a teacher, but then she, she got her coworkers were doing all kinds of kooky things at the holiday party. And she tried meth once and it destroyed her life. Was it meth uh, or was it like an opiate thing? I don't. I don't know. I wasn't paying attention. I feel attention. like I. I feel like it was like an opiate thing because I was like, "Why are you doing this when there is already like a very well known reason for like why people get into opiates?" And it. Oh, because mm-hmm. then it wouldn't be just a bad choice that they made. We would have to look at like the social situation and all of that. Yeah. And we don't want to do that because everything. We don't want to do that. Yeah, like it's it's her fault it's that she did that. That was dumb, fault. and she can uh, come back from it. But she's gotta ask for help. She's gotta ask for help too, because that's that's Tamara's thing. Is she doesn't want she she's too embarrassed to ask for help. And so basically, what happened is that she was, um, I think, as the book says, pulling tricks for drugs. And uh, she left, she had her kids, uh, like she still had joint custody after her husband left her. But then one night she left the kids home alone all night uh, when she went to go sleep with her landlord in order to not have to pay rent that month. And uh, the somehow the husband found out the kids were by themselves because oh, the girl got scared or something and called him. And uh, then they got taken away forever, ever. And um Tamara, or no, not Tamara, Christy's just like, well, you're going to go see your kids for Christmas, aren't you? And she's like, no, the children hate me. Why would I go see them? And and Christy just fully and fully believes this is, but your children love you and they would be so, so happy to see you. You need to go see your kids. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't know if you should just show up. No, you probably um, shouldn't. You, you probably shouldn't, but, you know, we, that's probably the next book is Tamara's book. I feel like she's getting a book somewhere down the line. I don't know. Mm. Um, but yeah, so and- like ideology of like the world is inherently fair. And if you just ask for the things you need, someone will give them to you. But you have for to sure. Be, you just like, have to ask enough. You have people. to be brave enough to ask. Right. Like, and it's like, yeah, yeah that's, that's not how it works. Like, yeah, you can ask in the real world. If you ask a boomer for something, they will not. They'll laugh they will at you. Not. Yeah. So it's just it's very <laughs> they will simply laugh at you. Yes. Um, the moralizing in this book is so just just so detached from reality. Right. Yeah. But um, so, yeah, that's Tamara's purpose in this book is for Christy to be like, well, you know, I don't have it that bad because I'm not a drug addict. Cool. Doesn't take any like doesn't take anything from that like wow look how easy it is to like you know it, you know look at or look quit I don't leaving know your kids at home quit leaving your kids at home because look what can happen but uh, it's fine <laughs> um she works all these extra shifts and gets Christmas gifts for her kids uh and then they get stolen from her car because she didn't close the trunk of her car after she bought them and someone came and took them and that was sad. Also, she keeps trying to go on a date with Jason, even though Jason doesn't know her real name. Or that she's a single mom with two kids. Or that she's a single mom with two kids, works two jobs. No, she only works one job. Uh, But she does love her kids and she never stops. Um, He... (laughs) They just they keep trying to go on a date, but it just never works out because he's busy city boy. He's got to go on interviews in the city and they don't have each other's numbers. So he leaves messages for Rosemary at work. And Rosemary's probably like, I what? I don't understand. Well, who is this, young who is this Jason? <laughs> I'm 80 and still working at a bakery because this system works perfectly. <laughs> no notes. I love this. I love working till I'm dead. <laughs> I'll rest when I'm with Jesus. Um, <laughs> uh, but it's okay because you know what? Gloria and Miriam are Christy's new best friends. 
These three are going everywhere together. When Gloria gets a gets a note from a secret admirer asking to meet her in public, guess who drives them there? It's Christy. When Christy needs someone to watch her kids, guess who's coming over? It's Gloria and Miriam. Because they don't do anything apart. Because they're a couple, but not really. Just and, best um, friends. They're just two best friends uh, that never separate. <laughs> I think they probably knock down the wall between their homes. <laughs> they just live in one big house. Uh, but yeah, they, they, they have that fun, like golden girls sort of banter, you know, it's so funny, so witty, really livens up the sad poverty parts of this book. Um, (laughs) and they start like secretly leaving, uh, gifts in her car for the kids because they heard about how hers got stolen and they feel bad for her. But then also another mysterious person, we don't know who is leaving gifts in her car, um and they're like high value gifts like very expensive gifts um and um that must be god must be jesus no it's department store owner guys it's marshall wilson because he found out about christy before jason could but never tells jason to stop looking for christy i fully thought it was gonna be her ex and they were gonna have like a oh you are a good dad sort of thing at the end because it's more important that men that children have a dad and have no dad anything else in the world another man yeah yeah, yeah, but um no we uh we avoided that luckily because they do still have a dad and it's jason it's jason Jason is their dad now jason who is volunteering at glory's hole and uh taking care of the kid he meets he he gets to know the children first then realizes who the children belong to uh and then uh yeah they he becomes their stepdad six months later if you can believe um that's pretty much i don't i mean what else is there about this book marshall the the department store owner has this whole like subplot where he's obsessed with getting the perfect flowers for his wife for christmas because she loves exotic flowers she loves she just she likes exotic flowers such as hydrangeas mm. <laughs> no one's seen those no before one's heard of those. um christmas no time. one's heard of those before yep 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 uh because <laughs> it's always cold there. All flowers are exotic in Christmasville. Shoesville. Except for poinsettias. Except for poinsettias. Yes, you're right. And mistletoe. Yeah. They got a lot well, of that holly. mistletoe. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, turns out uh, he's like, keeps, he keeps being like, I'm going to ask Lori for her opinion on this. But then sometimes he'll also say like, I wish Lori was here so I could ask her opinion about this. Turns out he has both a daughter and a wife named Lori, and the wife is dead. And we don't, f- and that's like a big fun twist to find out at the end of the book. I don't know why any of that was included, except for Marshall now is like, I've got a crush on Gloria, and they get married too. Yay. They, they didn't interact like hardly at all in this whole book until the end secret, when he shows up at her house. letters to say, I want to go on dates with you. Yeah. Jason so. and Christy get together where he like, is like on Christmas Day, meet me at the park, and he's got like that. He's decorated the whole park for Super Fun Day with the kids and him, and then they end up together after he finally learns her name. Um, Yay! Yeah, there I was mean, a whole thing about him like having to choose the job at the department store over like a job in oh, the big yeah. city or whatever. But like, who cares? And he decides. I think he just is like he is the owner of the department store now. I think Jason. Yeah, I is think that's the the new the, marshal. Yeah. And uh, I and Tamara and 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 uh, Christy uses the money she got from her secret Santa to buy Tamara a bus ticket to go see her kids, and Tamara does, and we don't hear the outcome of that because I don't think it was positive. Probably not. She had to leave Shoesville. All the all the Shoesville rules are thrown out the window, and she's back into reality. I don't think the kids Things are going to be like super they do happy in to Shoesville. see Shoesville. Mm-hmm. It's like. Zach and Haley can get left alone at home at night, a five-year-old and a seven-year-old, for nights on end. And they still mm-hmm. are fine and happy, not traumatized by this at all. But what else is about, what else is good in this book or funny in this book? It's not, none of it's good. Nothing. That's Nothing. it. That's it. That's the whole book. And it was 300 pages long. Oh, far too long. I did but only a six-hour audio book. I was going to so... say the, the audio book was six hours and I think the audiobook from like either last year or the year before was two hours so i'm like ooh, getting lengthier they are getting lengthier uh they, i mean once you expand oh, the universe we also find out just because we did talk about this earlier in the podcast we find mm-hmm. out that the the 
Betty is actually uh, Christie's oh, yeah. grandma because <laughs> I failed. I'm not as good at foreshadowing as Donna Van Leer. I forgot to come back to it. Damn it. <laughs> the the ex-girlfriend that was so good at baking is, is Christie's mom. Yay. It's Christie's mom. She has mom. a family now, I guess. Yeah. Christie's mom comes to visit at Christmas and like meets Betty and she's like, Betty, how is your son? And she's like, my son's dead. And Christie's mom's like, no and christy's like was that my dad she's like how could you tell like, this is the only <laughs> so, guy yeah, you've ever she's... talked about i guess or acknowledged mm-hmm. and you're crying about it which is weird and also like it was yeah. the same number of years ago that i am old plus that i am nine old. months so you know just kind of yeah piecing and that be- together betty loves her new granddaughter and does pay for her to go to college so that christy can become a teacher because that is one of the acceptable professions for a woman yep Mm-hmm. Baking, also this teaching helping at the department store yep absolutely those are the only things women are good for shopping cooking teaching uh sometimes nurses but that's a very special case um they have, their, their dad's probably a doctor so you know social workers which are just social teachers workers. with more government yeah mm-hmm, mm-hmm. pretty much um i will also say that th- another thing that made me mad about this book is that mm. every character uh, who does happen to be an overweight person is yep. commented and described as that overweight person over there. Yeah. <laughs> like, why yeah. did we, we didn't need that. Same with black. No other races, but black. no other races. Just, yeah. Always there's yeah. point out when someone's black so that we know that she's not a racist who's excluding black people. Yeah. Also look, did enjoy all the, the scene where Jason went to the, was in the toy department and uh, told. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. The, black the war woman. on Christmas here in Shoesville. Yeah. He said to her that uh, you got to say happy holidays, not Merry Christmas. And she said, I'll say Merry Christmas. Nobody says happy holidays. Nobody says uh, I'm getting ready for the holidays. Nobody. And I'm like, yes, they do. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. Because there's even if you celebrate Christmas, there's two of them within a week. It's Christmas and New Year's. That's why we Mm -hmm, say holidays. mm -hmm. Number one, even if you want to be bitchy about the Christmas thing, like there are. We all know we're dragging out Christmas from November first until January fifth. So like, come on now, it's the holidays. It's multiple holidays, and also like I don't have a problem with people saying Merry Christmas, and I think it was silly that Jason was like, "You can't say that." But also, this was included for no reason. The way that then Marshall was like, "You offended her," and I'm like, "No awareness here, huh? Like Mm -hmm. none, just yeah, no, no. She was offended because she couldn't say Merry Christmas, and that's all that matters. Yeah, and that's rude that he didn't let her say Merry Christmas. Yeah, a man with no uh, actual power over her." Yeah. She says, no one looks at the calendar and sees, oh, December 25th, holiday is coming up. It's like, no, they don't. They say holidays, the holidays. Because the holidays are coming. Yep. Jesus. Uh, it was, there was really no reason for that to be included because Jason never doesn't learn anything from that. He no. doesn't then go around being like, you know what? You're right. Everything should say Christmas on it. I'm going to Starbucks right now to, to protest. Like, to no one. cups. No one's, because they, they don't have a Starbucks in Shoesville. That'd be too liberal. And they have a cafe. They have where a single mom cafe. probably works. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or an old woman who's 97 can't afford to not work. Jesus. <laughs> oh, well, uh, I feel like we've talked enough. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Um, I'm ready to say goodbye to Shoesville. Indeed. Goodbye. Goodbye, Shoesville. Goodbye, Shoesville. I'm glad Nathan wasn't in this one. Maybe he was, but if he was, it was blinking. You miss it. Pretty much. Pretty much. Next week. It's New Year's. We're not going to be here. Fuck off. Um, the week yep. after that. Enjoy 2024. Nah, fuck off. The week nah, after fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> the week after that, it's going to be Warrior Cats, Warriors, Book 2, Dawn of the Clans with the something. Thunder Rising. Thunder Dawn Road. Dawn of the Clans, Thunder Rising. Dawn of the Clans, Thunder Road. Thunder Road. Yep. Uh-huh. For sure. For sure. Uh, the week after that, I don't know. We'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. We'll see you later. We'll tell you next time we talk Smell to you. Smell you later. We're done for the year. We're Our done for the year. Off. Yep. Um, You know, if you want to reach out and say happy holidays unto us, you can do so by emailing us, shelfwarecast at gmail.com. Uh, I said it so aggressively. Sorry. I'm just all fired up now thinking about Shoesville. It's an aggressive episode. 
It was uh, very also at po- points like a little bit like laid back though. Like we were just like real laid back and aggressive at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's a weird vibe today. It is. You know what? It's a it's a rain. Well, at least for me here, I don't know what it's doing up where you live, but rainy Sunday evening, mm. um, getting close to holiday, December twenty fifth holiday. I wouldn't know what um, it's doing because I don't leave my house. Why would you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Except for I know for a fact you did. Shut up. <laughs> uh, as always, thank you to Ben Cope for the use of our theme song. You can check out his YouTube channel in our show notes below. We are also on all of your favorite podcast aggregating platforms. If you haven't followed or subscribed to us on one of those, you definitely should. Otherwise, you're going to be walking down an alleyway and be like, oh, look at this candy cane someone left here. Let me pick it up. And then suddenly be transported to Shoesville. Uh, where you have to live the rest of your days this way, the people do in this book. It will be very frustrating if you are, you know, the personality of someone who listens to this podcast. Mm. If you use Apple Spotify or podcast, nope, uh, Apple Spotify. If you use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I'd very much appreciate a five-star review. But if you don't, that's all right, because you are allowed to talk about us anywhere on the internet you like. In the words of Donna Van Leer, I actually do love Christmas. I am pro-Christmas. I may have come across as anti-Christmas, but that would be wrong. And I'm sorry if I came across in any way other than 100% for Christmas. Christmas, Phil. Christmas. I, can we stall anymore? Is there anything you else you want to talk about? Huh? That was my third one. Do you have a third one? I, my third one was Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. No, that was your second one. I did Oh, I was going to piggyback off. Of, okay. No, I'll come up with a third. Um, my third. <laughs> <huh>? <laughs> I was going to piggyback off Gideon with you. Uh, 